Night Talkers. Monday, August 2nd, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia. We've got some Hollywood news with the box office. Matt Damon's getting in the news. We've got Sex Monday coming up. And, of course, Holly's in for the Dirt Alert as well. That's right. It was people went to the movies, movies this weekend, but not in droves, you guys. Uh, and in one case, just not enough. That would be Disney's Jungle Cruise. Okay. Which took $34 million at the box office, maybe $30 million more in Disney Premier Access. Hey, maybe Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson can sue Disney. Uh, the movie cost $200 million to make. Oh. This is going to be a long slog. It's not a disaster yet. Okay. My mom saw the movie. She said she it was cute and fun oh, and fun. just enjoyed it. I had but it was th- her first movie that she'd been to, so I think no matter what it was, she was so happy to be in right. a movie theater. Right. Um, Green Knight got a lot of love from critics, not a lot of love from the audience, just about $7 million. Okay. That's the one with Dev Patel. And then M. Night Shyamalan's Old Got Old Fast. It's not really doing anything two weeks in. And then Stillwater... How did that do? Well, not good, Julia. Really? It had a $5 million weekend, and it is a great movie, according to all the critics. Um, and I don't know if Amanda Knox, you know, her thing had anything to do with it, or just the fact that maybe the last weekend in July I, it's busy. Was, a, was a weird time release to release days? this movie. Yeah. And then Matt Damon, well, it wouldn't be... And I couldn't blame this last week on Matt Damon when Tom McCarthy, the director, kept calling it this Amanda Knox like right. saga, and she was like upset about it because it's like hey, you know come on, say some other name. But anyway, he's he, I forgot that he when he's on a promotional trail for a movie, he always says at least one awful and offensive thing. Who he, does Matt Matt Damon? Damon? Okay, he, that's why he's called Teflon Maddie. By the PR people in Hollywood. I don't know if you guys knew that, but no. he's Teflon Maddie. No, I didn't know Nothing that. Nothing ever Mm-mm. sticks to this guy. So he was promoting Stillwater and he chatted with the Times of London and they talked about how white, gar- white guys aren't movie star anchors anymore and how he was casually throwing around a homophobic slur until very, very recently. Like months. Yeah, he said, the word that my daughter calls the F slur for a homosexual was commonly used when I was a kid with a different application. I made a joke months ago and got a treatise from my daughter. She left the table and I said, come on, that's a joke. I say it in the movie Stuck on You. She went to her room, wrote a long, beautiful treatise and how that word is dangerous. And I said, retire the F slur. And I understood. And I'm like, it took that. We've known since the 90s. Yeah, we have. You don't call a person an F. No, mm-hmm. we don't use that word anymore. No, nope. because it was popular in the seventies and eighties for anything. It w- didn't have the gay connotation when we used to use it. Uh, Way uh, back my jaw in the seventies, even the seventies, like in early eighties. But it, ever since, I mean, you knew not to use that word. He is living in a bubble. I mean, he is fifty years old. Was he trying to like brag on his daughter? He just sounds like an idiot, and it has nothing like to do. But I do think he with was the movie. No, he, he's he, a bubble. He's in a bubble. He always tries to pretend he's the smartest guy in the room, and that's why he gets in trouble on every... If you look at a history of every single movie, he always says something Stupid. offensive, yeah. problematic, but it never sticks to him. No. Teflon Matt Damon. Yep, I get that. I mean, I can't believe off. he thought that was a story you should share publicly. No. At 50. Mm-mm. 
Anyway, I I don't. But know. I also think you're I'm right. I'm glad about his the, daughter's a decent person well, and right. read him the Riot Act. I think you're right, Lori. Also about releasing a movie, heavy movie, the last weekend in July, where it just feels like everyone. There's so many other things going on. I yeah. get a family cartoon movie in the movie theaters for family fun and yeah. something like Jungle Cruise. I get that, yeah. but something heavier. It just this seems like a September I, September movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. So it's too bad because it's supposed well, to be a terrific movie. We'll see it still. We'll see. But anyway, that on we'll top see it, of I bet we see it on Netflix or something. On top of Amanda Knox, though, like, and then now this with this because oh boy, did the people just come after him? Celebrities. Well, he's just ridiculous. Yeah, That's they're ridiculous. just like. What are you doing? And then um, the other thing, um, I wasn't kidding when I said that about um, Emily Blunt and um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson suing Disney for um, releasing releasing, the movie on streaming at the same time they released it into the movie theaters, this Jungle Cruise Yeah, Hollywood is about to go to the mattresses because I think between Scarlett Johansson, you know, suing Disney for breach of contract is that in the basic gist is that Scarlett didn't want Black Widow to be released on streaming they uh, promised simultaneous with yes. the theatrical release. And she believes that correctly that the streaming numbers suppressed the theatrical box office, 100%. which it did. Yes. And her profit sharing back end is only based on the box office in the movie theater. And her lawsuit points out that they made tens of millions of dollars from streaming that, but nothing for her. And then right. when Disney attacked her and they, it actually. Blamed COVID. Well, no, they said she was mm-hmm. heartless, uh-huh. that she'd already been paid $20 million, mm-hmm. and they said it in the release. That statement was so harsh, it actually even brought more people to Scarlett Johansson's mm-hmm. side because Disney has laid off 30,000 workers during the pandemic. So it's pretty rich of them to claim. Scarlett is the one who has callous disregard for the pandemic when they haven't even brought all their employees back. Not to mention, it's pretty rude and sexist to tell the world Scarlett's salary. Okay, so here's what here's the latest on this, Lori. Okay? okay. So they're saying the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit and Disney brand carnage is the new CEO, Bob Chapek, to blame. Apparently... Um, you know, when he um, took over for Iger when he, he was took retired over for, for Iger two months or for whatever. Two months. And so multiple insiders who spoke to the rap said that they were surprised that the contract dispute between Scarlett and Dizzy Disney was allowed to burst into the public view at all. And while the industry may be facing a watershed moment over streaming and movies and movie star profit participation, they also wonder if this is a crisis created by this new CEO, Bob Chappick who has few talent relationships and little practical experiences dealing with movie stars in general. Well, then they're going to have the same thing. And he has got a, he's got a, you know, Bob Iger and him don't like each other either at all. Well, Bob Iger had retired and then he came came back. back. Exactly. In a weird thing. This the, who's holding the reins. Yeah. We don't know. And, and I guess, um, Emma Stone can sue Disney for Cruella because the same exact thing sure happened to her. It happened to her. And also when Scarlett Johansson's agent, Brian Lords, who works at CAA, which is the most powerful talent agency in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. when they called out Disney, it means... And they called out, I mean, he called her out hard, like the fact that they included her salary in their press statement was an attempt to weaponize her 
success as an artist and businesswoman is this that was something she should be ashamed of by right. CAA saying that it's not just about Scarlett being okay burning her bridges with Disney it means that this talent agency is picking a side and it will have larger repercussions for CAA's talent slate and their relationships with the largest and most powerful studio in town this is war i believe it I mean, this is all anyone is talking about in Hollywood. And I'm telling you, the bouquets are still coming to Scarlett Johansson. Mm -hmm. She's going to like be, you know, she's going to have the Olivia de Havilland footnote. I think Holly told us about Betty Davis did, you know, something. Yes. uh, To break up something in Hollywood. Yes. uh, So anyway, and it really was so offensive there statement and there got to be a lot of actors that are cheering for her and rooting her on i think so laurie and she's going to be able to change the rule book Mm -hmm. she's like screw it so anyway yeah i uh i kind of um i'm kind of it's kind of delicious it is i mean they thought that they could just i think they thought that they could just shrug her off they didn't kind of forgetting that she'd been part of their universe and part of it for nine years you just wonder if this is how it would have been handled if she were a man. Then this sure. an action thing came out. Sure. And if you remember, mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, I think, got paid $20 million like in 2004 or something for, um, was it Liar, Liar? Or was, you know, he had Ace Venture Pet Detective yeah. in the Light, but he was the first $20 million man, I remember. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if it was Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Whatever. So $20 million has been out there for 20 years. You know, for what they've been paying mm-hmm. these actors. So it's not like she's getting this yeah. exorbitant amount. That's a new amount. It's been around. Right. And I guess it is an exorbitant amount if you look at other businesses and in other things. But in but the entertainment the world, world yeah. this is their this is their this is where they this is what they make. Yeah, it was the cable guy where he got twenty million guy, from great. Columbia Pictures as well as fifteen mm-hmm. percent on the back yep. end of the box office profits. Yep. I mean, this is the kind of thing that Disney could have worked out behind the scenes of course with they Scarlett could have. Nama and everyone else, but they chose not to. It would not surprise me at all if Disney just truly believed that she would not sue them. Of course. That was their attitude. How dare you? And you eat children and sprinkle, you know, cinnamon into people's soup <laughs> i mean they were just like I so know. petty about it they really were. i hope emma does make a move and i hope emily blunt does too mm-hmm. okay um one other little uh hollywood bit of news that you might want to know okay Julia, is that um where's my story oh paramount has pulled the release of clifford the big red yeah, dog in september because it's a kids movie and with the Delta variant and all these kids under 12 not being vaccinated yet. Yeah, there you go. Smart I think move. they're thinking of their box yep. office bottom line. And uh, it's not totally back to normal, the movie going experience, because so many movie studios are dropping movies the same day as they drop on the streaming sure. service. So anyway, they they expect, like, to me, this movie looks like it's going to be not good, but I know what a beloved book that is, and so I could see, I could see why they're doing yeah. that. But uh, all right, they said they're only delaying it by one week, but I don't believe it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. All right, listen, we'll be right back with the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Hey, Holly. Hi, Holly. Happy Monday. Hey, Ugh. same to you. Well, let's get right to the dirt. I've got a calf 
Kathy Griffin update. Okay. So I don't know if you guys reported the news or not that earlier today, Kathy Griffin revealed that she has lung cancer and that she was going under operation for that cancer. She had a good prognosis, stage one lung cancer. She wanted to let everyone know that she was never a smoker. I mean, the cancer happens in the body and she's out of surgery and in recovery. So she's already gone through the process. Now we're learning that there's going to be a big nightline interview with Kathy Griffin tonight. And oh, it's tonight. She, it's tonight. Okay. So in this episode, she's talking about mental health struggles over the past few years, her addiction to pills, her attempt at taking her own life, her newfound sobriety, and more. Wow. Good for her. Good. Yeah. So, you know, she's really just bearing it all out there. And uh, she did say, please stay up to date on your medical checkups. It'll save your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll move on from Kathy Griffin over to something I know you guys talked about in the three o'clock hour. But for our five o'clock friends, Bill and Melinda Gates officially single and ready to mingle. Yeah. <laughs> so court records confirm that a judge signed off on the divorce of Bill and Melinda Gates today. And Melinda filed for a divorce back in May after 27 years. No prenup. Now, Bill's net worth was estimated at more than one hundred thirty billion dollars at the time of the divorce. So the TMZ reporting that the settlement could leave Melinda over $65 billion. Uh, TMZ has obtained the details that Bill and Melinda, neither of them will get spousal support. Melinda will not change her last name. The documents say all property is divided uh, pursuant to the separation contract. So when they decided to split, they signed a document outlining who gets what. And they have no minor kids, no child custody, no support, child support. So it's just clean, done. Mm-hmm. There they go. All so right. if you want to date either of them and you're interested, then why don't you go ahead? In the music world, a Led Zeppelin documentary with unprecedented access to the ban has been completed. Oh, I would like that. It's called Becoming Led Zeppelin. And this project was announced back in 2019 and it has unprecedented access to the ban. It's the first and only time Led Zeppelin has participated in a documentary in 50 years. Wow. Right. So, you know, in thinking about it, I remember like Led Zeppelin was one of the last bands to really hold out to commercialize their music. It was a big deal when Led Zeppelin gave the rights to one of their songs to a Cadillac commercial. So they've been always kind of pretty private. Now, the song remains the same. I, You guys have seen that, right? Yeah. 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 So that centered on Led Zeppelin. And that was mostly a concert from Madison Square Garden in 1973. And it was like Robert Plant walking around his country manor in a cloak. So in doing like 70s things. Um, so it's going to be happening. We don't have a release date for this. And uh, somebody's shopping around for distribution. So... That is a that is a good thing. Oh, that'll be good. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right, Julia. You're a rocker. Well, not you have, really. No, you do. But that's you got you got that Zeppelin going. That's on. all you got. My older brothers. Well, but still, that's still it. that's still that's how you get all it. Right. Are your older sibs? All right, they introduce you to music. That's right. I mean, Julia, have you ever watched Pink Flo- or The Wizard of Oz and listened to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon at the same time? Now that sounds like a drugged out evening, and no, I haven't experienced that yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic rock creed. Uh, Rihanna is getting into the uh, perfume game. Why not? Why not? Exactly. Just add it to the Fenty Beauty Empire. So this is the first Fenty perfume. It's going to be available on August 10th. And uh, it's on FentyBeauty.com. That's the only place you're going to be able to get it. They're saying 
that it's a sweet and spicy fragrance inspired by Rihanna's places where she's been around the world, including her home of Barbados, Paris, and New York. And it's only at the low, low price of $120. Wow. So that's aggressive what she, pricing for a first scent. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, I'm thinking too. aggressive pricing for yeah. a first scent. You know, I can imagine paying that for people in the industry whose perfumes you trust. But that's aggressive pricing. All right, go. Yeah. Go, Rihanna. Yeah, go, Rihanna. So if you want to smell like her August 10th. Something else I think you guys talked about in the 3 o'clock hour, but big news in Hollywood that Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine has been sold for almost a billion dollars. Isn't Good that amazing? Mm-hmm. Good for you, Reese. Exactly. Now, the terms haven't been disclosed, but there's going to be a new company that's set up. Reese is going to be involved in this company day to day. She's getting a lot of equity as part of this. Uh, but congratulations to her. I mean, she I remember when she started this company, Hello Sunshine, yeah. with Reese's Book Club. Wild. Wild was first book. First Cheryl Strayed from mm-hmm. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So she's been working hard at this and uh, she is cashing out today. And she, but she's going to stay working right, she and is. involved. She's staying on the board and she and the CEO are staying. Yes. And are running things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she did change. Uh, a lot of good stuff got made. Oh, my gosh. With yes. her production company with and having the leads. money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And she said, you know, hello, sunshine. The continuation of that mission is going to be happening. Yeah. Strong female centered narratives of all different stripes. I mean, we've gotten some pretty serious movies. We're getting a little bit with some more lighthearted ones, some comedies in there, too. So congratulations to her. Good job, Reese. Good job is right. Oh, poor Alex Rodriguez. Somebody oh, won't please. somebody please pay attention to Alex Rodriguez. I can't believe tell people what he posted about <laughs> it's himself. Just too much. Ah, so Alex Rodriguez, fresh off of his 46th birthday Italian Riviera Spectacular, he posted a picture of himself on his Instagram story last night with the following caption Stepping out with the big D energy. Determined, <laughs> darling, and dapper AF. Now, come on, we all know what big D energy is, yeah, right? We don't need you trying to give us that, Alex. Oh, it's so cringy and it's so sad. He so- forgot to say D, D, big D energy stood for Doshkano. Thank He's- you. <laughs> He's so much. He is so much. Now, this, after the dueling yacht vacations have come to a close because there are photographs over on the Daily Mail of Jennifer Lopez just looking glamorous as all get out, saying goodbye to her yacht crew as she uh, debarked off of her yacht. Yeah, in Naples. In Naples. Yeah. yeah. It just, I mean, you know how much her, the Valerie, costs? Uh, oh, $130 million. That's some, uh, That's $1.1 million for the week. Oh, so she rented it for $1.1 million for the week. She and Alex had yeah. rented it. Oh. So, and then he just, decided, well, rumor has it that Alex Rodriguez, his mega yacht bill was footed by somebody else. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise you at all. Mm-mm. Hey, Tom Girardi uh, has been spotted for the first time out in public since he is split from Erica Jane. Page six has the photos and he has a black eye. I know. We thought he we, either fell or one of the widows or orphans punched him. <laughs> that but could he very sure well looked be the frail. Case. Yeah, he's looking very frail. Probably the stress of all the lawsuits mm-hmm. are finally catching up to you. Perhaps the alleged stealing from airplane crash victims is finally catching up right? with so Tom Girardi. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to find out he was like kingpin of one of the biggest legal Ponzi things because the company that owed 
there's a company, there's there are law there are companies that loan Chicago, um, uh, yeah, but law uh, firms law float firms money while they're waiting money for while the, the class action lawsuit yes. type things to come through. I wonder how much money that that place is lent, out. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think all will be revealed in the court of law, it's, and then what oh. will happen to the people that really right the the victims the who victims. have actually been victimized by Tom Girardi. I mean, you know, there's one part of this story where it's like it, it, there is the celebrity salacious aspect of it, but then ultimately, and, and, and the reason that we talk about this so much is because there are real victims who right. are really hurt yeah. by the actions of Tom and Erica Jane, arguably just ugly and selfish and people. The, yeah, and that money would go to pay for medical bills and help that they need, and especially I'm thinking of like the burn victims or oh. money that's making... It really is... It's terrible when you think about what he did and the people that he screwed out of money. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, All right, thanks, Holly. You're welcome. Well, let's talk about what do we got today, Lori? Well, Julia, made over the weekend. Listen, <laughs> I want. I was so happy to find this story because okay. I've I've heard from some people. All right. That and and maybe even heard from some people some friends that you know were at my birthday party the other night who are just getting back out into the world okay foda is the new foma you guys what is foda well you know you remember foma FOMA is fear missing out foda is fear Photo is fear of dating again oh no but it's a real it's a real thing Mm -hmm. hinge Hinge put together, which, you know, Hinge, I mean, they're Match.com, and they're yeah, all, yeah, yeah. there's only like two companies that own all these. Yes. But they did, they always like to do their, you know, algorithm things. Okay. The biggest trend they've seen among people dating is that um, it's a newfound phobia. 44% of relation seekers are stricken by photo, fear of dating again. of singles on Match are nervous about their social skills when it comes to dating again in real life because the wheels are rusty. Before COVID, COVID, people were in the groove of dating. It was just natural, and then people got out of practice. Okay. And and now people are overthinking the littlest of details. Um, people on Hinge, one in three daters said that they overthink when a date gets postponed, which in before call, this is like, that's a normal part of the dating thing, right? right? Is things come up, things, things come happen. up. And anytime you don't feel like you're in the practice of something, there is anxiousness around it. And I think there's a lot of people expressing that concern of, I forgot how to do this. And maybe you had a COVID buddy. Right. During COVID. Right. And you don't have that person anymore. Right. So you also have to get back out there. And um, uh, some of the people uh, uh, on the on the Hinge uh, study said they've gotten out. They don't even know. They're so out of touch. They don't recognize pickup lines or when they're being hit on or how to approach people like people that used to be kind of flirty at Trader Joe's or just, you know, to be more outgoing. People are just kind of have forgotten that. And I did have a couple of friends just say, yeah, I'm kind of frozen right now. I just don't quite know how to get back out there. I'm so out of practice. So, you know, socially distanced was a buzzkill. So we're going to get back in baby steps, baby steps. It's going to feel natural. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. That's right. Anyway. So yeah, that's there's definitely 
um, the nerve wracking people getting back out there. Now, so you're getting back out there. Perhaps you're getting in your own way. I was so happy because Julia, um, being friends with a variety of people. Yes. Uh, Is that what you are? Oh, yeah. Are you friends with a variety of people? Yeah, <laughs> including Car- uh, Carrie King, the tarot queen. Oh, of course. Okay, you, she's you given 25 years of reading the cards. But, okay. Um, this is kind of your, okay, so your most annoying dating habit by astrological sign. Okay. Okay? Um, because maybe you're the one getting in your own way. Okay. It's not the other person. And, of course, we can't be perfect, so let's just go through what every individual sign's peccadilloes are. Okay. Okay. Should we start with you, Julia? Why do we have Or Grant, what's your sign? I'm a Libra. You're a Libra. Okay. I'm a Libra. So we all know that indecisiveness is your not-so-secret flaw. <laughs> you can procrastinate like it's an Olympic sport. 100%. You have, you know, a couple decades of practice at it. All right. And is so, this the truth, Grant? For me, so far, you're hitting, the, hitting, it right, in the, okay. hitting right in the money, yeah. Yeah. So if you were single, if you are a Libra, don't overthink your dates. Make simple decisions about where you're going, what you're going to do. When and what you're wearing, and then just stick to it. Don't start unpicking every choice or second okay. guessing. Just make the decision and get on with enjoying yourself and don't spiral. Okay. That's something All that right. leaders have to watch out for. All right. Okay. I tend to not have a problem during the date. It's after the date. It's, are they going to text me back? What did right. I say? You know, right. like, is there going to be another date? So I have that anxiety just post-date, not during. Post-date anxiety. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now let's let's go with an Aries, okay? For All Aries, right. you get bored faster than any other sign. Aries is like March twenty first to April twentieth. They get bored faster than anybody else, and they wear their heart on their sleeves. That means it shows when you start to drift away and think about your adventures or escapades that you'd rather be doing than being on the date. Oh, lovely! So you, Aries need to get a dating game face, okay? For when you're not enthralled by your dates. Stories, joke, tale. Or just plan different types of time. dates. But no, you have a hard right. You get bored faster than anybody. Oh, gosh. That okay. makes me happy that that's not my sign. Yeah. Taurus, <laughs> April 21st to May 21st. Be on time, be alert, be engaged, and be there mentally and forgive. And physically, Taurians can, forgive me, be a bit lazy and laid back. Okay. This has its charms, but on dates, it's vital that you're contributing. Mm-hmm. To the date, mm-hmm. talking, asking stuff, not just lazing about letting the other person do all the work. Okay, that's the Torians. Got okay. it. Okay. okay, Gemini. Um, of all the signs, Gemini gets the most stick about having bad partner, about being a bad partner and right. lover. Okay, but um, the list goes on. You know that Gemini's are fickle, that they're disloyal, that they have wandering eyes, that they're argumentative. That they're cold and inconsistent, and much of this is unfair, Julia. Okay. A few bad eggs do not the entire star make. Fine. That said, Geminis can be fickle, hard to pin down, and tricky. We might say one thing one day and the opposite the next. Next, it's not that we're lying. We just take in, a Gemini will take in new information and change their mind really fast. All right. So people have to work to keep up with the flighty Gemini. Okay. Okay. So they're just flighty. Just You just know that. All yeah. right. Now, Cancer, that's June 22 to July 23rd. Um, Cancers 
Um, you enjoy getting the sympathy of others. You'll go to interesting lengths to achieve this. It's a side of your personality that is a test for others. So this can get very wearying. So cancer it has to be vulnerable and honest, but stop with the sob stories. That, that does not sound like you at all. Well, Julie, I'm not all right, dating. All right, go to Leo. Leo's. They're your date, not your audience, and you've got to let them talk. Try to act interested, even if you're not. And if you're not, then don't make a second date. You love to shine, impress, and entertain, and warm the cockles of those you're dating. All right, go to Virgo. That's me. But this can come off as arrow overbearing. Sit back, relax, and let your date shine, too. All right. Okay, Virgo. This is you, Jules. Yes, this is me. All Virgos have this secret inner teacher who loves to correct critique judge prompt please don't do this on a date resist like this me resist the urge to fact check or press on some stuff do it when you get home alone if you need to google something or find out something it drives people crazy that you need to find out the answers right away got it okay okay who else? The good old Lib- Libra? We did that, we're, Scorpio. No, do the Scorpio and the Sag. Oh, yeah, Scorpio. Now, this. Scorpios are, they're happy to interrogate on topics that are general, but less comfortable about talking about themselves. So a Scorpio can look guarded or shady and secretive. They have to open up. Okay. A little bit. And Sag, you're the Zodiac's biggest flirt. You can't help checking out what else is on the Offer, even if the person okay. opposite is a dream come true. Flirting is like breathing to Sagittarius. It's like automatic. Try not. Try to remember not to flirt with the waiter, bar staff, sure. okay. usher, taxi driver when you're on your date. date. Okay, That's your number it. one thing. All right. What about Aquarius? Aquarians, you're lovely, but you really can act very aloof. It's like you don't give a, ha- uh, a you know what, because okay. you're very self-contained and independent. Okay. Then one more Pisces. Uh, caps, don't talk about work. Please don't. Don't ask people about their 10-year career plan. <laughs> and Pisces need to not be too nice. Um, don't apologize for things that are not your fault or offer to pay for everything or refuse to talk about yourself, blah, blah, blah. Show your true colors, Pisces. All right. I feel like we've covered it. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm going to give you this so Why? that you can get astrological oh. signs from any future dates and oh, just, this is you just know. exciting. Break right. it down. Make Mark. it awkward. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Let me see. What are you? Okay. We'll be right back. What is breaking news? <laughs> Do you remember when NBC, they were filming the ultimate slip and slide oh. game? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh. Yeah. And diarrhea. <laughs> so the headline breaking. NBC's Slip and Slide will not air this summer after diarrhea outbreak mm-hmm. for shutdown. Exclusive. Mm-hmm. So they just don't know when they're going to air this. Yeah, well. How funny is that? They, yeah, shut, they shut down production once for a small amount of time. Uh-huh. Then they came out with an update a few months or maybe a month ago saying like they have shut down all production because there's still no control over it. Mm-hmm. So now the newest update is they don't even know when they're going to air the footage that they, they don't. did get. Wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should just scrap this one. I think I think that might be a solution, but it just kind of made me it kind of made me laugh because that's kind of a funny headline. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it. Um, okay, so are we watching tonight the Olympics? Anything? Yes, because the gymnastics. It's the floor and the, and bars and bars. Yep, we'll see some I, bars. Okay, 
No, we saw Parallel Bars last yes. night. Was that last night? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was gosh. last night. There's so many things. SUNY won a bronze. bronze. Yeah, she, she had a couple mistakes. Bronze, silver, gold. Well, yeah. here's the deal. They didn't let anyone warm up. Apparently, that's their thing, and that sounds like a terrible idea. What a dumb rule. No one could do warm-up. So every single gymnast had not very good scores. Doesn't that just seem like a recipe for disaster? It seems like a recipe for accidents, you Mm -hmm. know, to not allow people to warm up and get used to it. I mean, that it doesn't feel like is something Mm -mm. you would, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right. Whoa. Bad day to be flying Spirit Airlines. What happened Uh-oh. there? Uh, they canceled like 30% of their flights in one day. And it's just absolute. Was it a software thing again? No, kind of they blamed weather and operational issues, but it's a real, real, real nightmare for them to cancel that many flights. And people wow. don't know. Yeah, I know it. I flew them once. That was it. Same. Yeah, me too. Same. <laughs> Never Same. again. Never again. They. I don't know that there was padding on the chair. That should be their slogan. Spirit Airlines. Never again. Never again. Oh boy. <laughs> You'll fly us once, and we'll save you a lot of money. <laughs> but give you a headache and a half. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was like kind of a nervous wreck about I was flying, too. That, flying them. Um, okay, what else is uh, going on um, that we can fill you in on? Well. Patrick Royce, he wrote a very great column about how much he loves Aaron Rodgers and that he's a breath of fresh air, how he just laid it all out there. He he did a six minute speech where he literally threw every single person in the organization. He he cleaned house. He went in there and he just threw he's like, Well, you got you know, why would I want to be a part of this? Every time you have any veteran, you just let him go, you give up on him. He named like eight players' names. They even brought back Randall Cobb because he was so upset that they let Randall Cobb go. He even made fun of Green Bay the town a little bit too. He was like, This is not your biggest vacation town, so I don't know what you know, there's not a big attraction. he laid, he laid it all out there. Oh, wow. It was right. hysterical as a sports fan. You don't really get that kind of truth and honesty. Sure. So it was kind of cool. It, yeah. I didn't watch it, but I read I was like, oh, damn, I wish I'd watched that. <laughs> it's I kinda, it's I, comical. We see, see Ricey every Monday. Yes. He stops by. Now, Julia finally finished Hacks. Oh. With Gene Smart. Smart. Isn't that, oh. wasn't that a great show? Yes. Great show. And the dialogue was so sharp. And it's Hannah Heinbinder yeah. was wonderful. It. She was amazing. Amazing. I just thought that was so sharp. Now, if someone wants to see something where someone used something sharp, like to give you a tattoo, Adam Levine has just got now, you know how many tattoos he has on his body? He just got a tattoo that, inco- that covers his entire right leg, and it took him two days oh. to get it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why not just dip your leg in paint at one point? No. That's what it's going to look like when he's 80. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's I, such an art to it. I mean, he loves the art and he well, loves beautiful. everything about this guy who did it. And it was just so there's video out there if you want to see it. Yeah. What it looks like. Yeah. I uh, I have a nephew who's tatted head to toe. I mean, his face isn't. Right. But everything else is on him, and his mother has told him, if you tattoo your face, I'm cutting you off. Oh. I'll never give you another penny again. No, even, Smart. Even the neck, I think. Just leave the neck there. Well, there's that guy on Love Island. Right. He wears the same shirt every day. Because yeah, I mean, it covers his neck? Well, kind of. Not kind really. Of, he's got a bird still, or something coming Yeah, he's up. still got these two little wings coming up the side. I'm all for tattoos, but Same. if you want to have a business uh, you know, interview or anything important, make sure you can cover them up. Like, keep the hands free, like you said, the face, yeah. neck above. And everyone is really, and including me, 
much more open about them and really don't care. But I just kind of no, think like I like I had a nephew who put a scary clown on the front of his hand oh. when he was like 18. Oh. He's going to be lasering that thing off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is so dumb. And a hand tattoos, they fade so fast. Yes. And uh, yeah, I was just like, mm, you know, you're not going to like that. And he goes, right. He goes, I already don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got a few. You just, I put them on my back and they're coverable. I don't even remember that I have them because they're on my back. Yeah, Half the time did. I take a shower, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how I that. feel about sometimes the back of my hair, Grant, when it's been a she couple never. days too long. I think, <laughs> well, I know it's probably kind of looks like smushed. I don't think we Anus should have hair to be, around a Pomeranian's we, butt. Lori, I don't think we should have to be responsible for the hair on the back of our head. No, nope. Julia, it looks great from the front. When I mean, people when people come up to you and start fixing, I your always hair, fix her hair. Oh no. Okay, I, I watched this last night, and this was the thing called the Pursuit of Love on Amazon. Oh, I've oh. heard this is wonderful. Is this with Lily with our Lily yes, James and the guy that she the had guy. the affair with? Okay, that, you know from. Um, Dominic West. Yes. It's, she is wonderful. She's going, she's it is, filming Pamela Anderson, Pam and is, Tommy. It is, she's an amazing actress. Yeah. It is. Was it delicious? It's, I don't know if I'd call it that. Oh. It felt very long the first episode, like very long. Critics were saying for Bridgerton fans, the pursuit of love could be a good little, uh, Movie. I double dog dare you to watch the first episode and tell me that. Is it a movie no, or a it's series? Four epi- I feel okay. like I think it might be even more, but so far it's a mini series based on the book of the real life. Yes, beloved English uh, socialite Nancy Mitford, and they said that there's mess the messy but true stories that inspired Amazon oh, the, Prime's yeah. The Pursuit of Love. So there's some true stories behind some of this stuff, and Julia. It's, and it's this. She grows up in this family with this dad who won't let his kids be educated in back in the you know 1800s mm-hmm. in England in a big estate, but they can hunt, but they can't be educated. And she has a cousin that is educated wow. and so the cousin always comes and spends time with her but all emily's care what's her name um emily what's the name of the actress uh, lily emily james, M- lily james. Mor- yeah but it's based on emily mormer's yep. she, all she wants to do is find love okay. and she's so wonderful with her just all right she's delicious we'll check it watching out. it and see if it's going I, to give I us our bridgerton romance no it's not okay not yet not yet TBD. All right, TBD. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great Job night. Job done. Off you go.